So you want to do a podcast? Do Gosh. you want to do a podcast? It doesn't have to be a podcast. Probably should, though. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what we're here for. So, game on. And the home of the It's hockey in sneakers. And for this 75th episode, I'm gyrating wildly. I don't know. I'm I'm dancing to the music and I'm shaking my arms and punching the air for no apparent reason. I don't know. There's something wrong with me. Hopefully, uh, there's something wrong with you, too. And you are listening to this podcast because I can't think of any other reason why you'd want to. But... Nevertheless, you are here. We are here. We being myself and my partner, James. James, how are you? I'm doing, <laughs> doing all right. Thank you. You feeling all right? Oh, I don't know. Again, my, I, I'm sorry. I wasn't, I wasn't this amped up a few minutes ago. I don't know what happened. I just, I didn't even have any Mountain Dew before this, uh, <laughs> this broadcast. So, uh, anyway. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. How are you? No, that's okay. I'm I'm okay, thank you. I just I just again I want to apologize to everybody else out there that they don't get to see the American Rhino doing these great dance steps and stuff like that. So it just enhances the podcast so much and makes me laugh. So I think it would make everybody else laugh too because it's so entertaining. So maybe the next time we get together, we could do a live uh, podcast again. But it's a, it's a crime that nobody else can enjoy what I'm seeing. So I apologize for that. But how are you doing? I by think the it way? would be a crime to subject them to what you're seeing personally. But you know, your <laughs> mileage may vary. I'm okay. Uh, apparently, I'm I'm doing better than I thought. So uh, you know, I guess I'm just excited. I'm just I'm like a I'm like an athlete that you know like a rookie that just got called. Up. I'm just happy to be here. You know, it's. It's uh, you know, you work hard, take it one day at a time. Yeah, up here in the, you just, you have to, you listen, listen to the veterans, and um, just you know, keep doing what got you here, and uh, listen to the coaches, and just, um, I'm just, I'm just trying to do my part, just trying to contribute to the team. <laughs> I don't know. Great job. By the way, and I, yeah. I just, you know, spoiler, I have the Ranger game on in the background, and it just went to commercial. This I was just telling my wife about this off the air earlier. So, am I allowed to be a Grinch before the Christmas season actually starts? Is that uh, is, is that a thing? Because I start, you know, the day after Halloween, the commercials, the Christmas commercials, all started on Moss, and uh, you know, my my gut reaction was, "Yay, Christmas is back!" And then I remembered that uh, I have a a very strict personal stance of. No Christmas until Thanksgiving. So I said, no, you cannot enjoy those Christmas commercials. And in fact, I'm a little grumpy that they're even on the air. 
constantly bombarding me with Christmas. So uh, does that make me a Grinch before the Christmas season even starts? It seems a little contradictory, but I wanted to get your opinion on this. Well, um, we're going to have to take my opinion with a grain of salt because okay. I love, love, love Christmas very much. And I muddle through the year, like the song says, to get to Christmas every year, especially the last two years have been really horrible. But mm-hmm. anyway, I'll keep that to myself. So the good thing about being a Grinch is that he gets the the love of Christmas and, and it turns out great. So you're such a good guy and, and we understand what you're talking about because exactly Thanksgiving is such an important holiday and deserves its own spotlight but uh, like what Charlie Brown was complaining about, uh, you know, 50 plus years ago, how commercialized Christmas has become. Mm. But uh, for the bombardment of the political correct fools that like to giveth and taketh away, um, it's you're you're you you get the green light to be the Grinch because you're going to turn back into the the three times big heart Grinch at the end. So that's fine. You're a mean one, Mister Mac. Never. I really am a heel. Mm, but yes, my my heart will grow three sizes once Santa Claus comes at the end of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. So I will be uh, I will be very happy then. All right. Very happy boy. All right. Uh, but this <laughs> podcast is not about Christmas. This podcast is about deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, and generally hockey in sneakers. Or, or so well, I've heard. Exactly. And and I apologize before we get into the uh, the on deck for the first point. So sorry, sir. No, no, that's it's, quite it's all right. It's no disrespect to you at all. It just, no, it just happened. To that, okay. That's all right. That's all right. Okay. It's, a, it's, a, it's a good, we're laying groundwork here. It's a good primer. We're, uh, okay. we're you know, we're easing into things. And that what what precisely we're easing into will become clear to you, dear listener, momentarily. And so uh, as not to keep you in suspense for much longer, what, what, what say you, James? Shall we begin in earnest? Okay, coach. All right. All right. Yeah. Good talk. So uh, <laughs> let's, let's jump right into tonight's starting lineup. And for tonight's starting lineup for this 75th episode of Hit the Deck, in goal as ever, I am Number 35, your American rhino, Gary McComiskey. And, of course, steadfastly... On defense, number four, I'm James Sajazi. Yes, sir, James. And uh, we got a show for you, huh? I don't know. Honestly, honest to God, I don't know if this show is going to be a short show or a long show or what. Because, you know, the middle of it's going to be pretty open-ended. But I guess we'll find out shortly. And to find out what that will entail, James, would you be so kind as to please tell us what is on deck for this podcast? Yes, sir. Thank you, thank you. Virtual goalie, it's not too early to get your Christmas list to Santa. American Rhino, this one's for you. HTD 75. In terms of milestone gifts, 25 is silver, 50 is gold, and 75 is diamond. Since we received no silver or gold for our 25th and 50th episodes of Hit the Deck, maybe someone out there will give us a diamond for HTD 75. And out in the cold, a diamond as in baseball diamond. Tickets have gone on sale for the 2018 NHL Winter Classic, and the prices are as insane as all of the other NHL outdoor games. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. You're welcome, sir. Those prices are insane. I think Crazy Eddie was just a New York thing, but uh, it, you know everybody has their local retailers and local uh, 
stores that do silly commercials that they become known for. Here in New York, we had Crazy Eddie, and uh, it was an electronics store that, like, I, I never went to the store, but it advertised itself as, like, a kind of a discount store because they didn't waste floor space on fancy displays and things and like you know make it look all pretty and professional the commercials portrayed it as just kind of a dirty open area with boxes and boxes of things stacked one on top of the other so and and of course the uh the crazy eddie who who was uh, you know the uh titular owner of the store got on there and, and talked about how his prices were insane and you know as a child who watched too much television i definitely uh you know that's one of the things that stuck with me so that's sorry for the non sequitur there but uh what are we talking about <laughs> it's better that you explain it than not but um yeah we're talking about virtual goalie so oh, you oh, can oh, actually oh, yeah oh, it, oh. when we're not playing deck mm-hmm. um you can practice and and have fun in the meantime you know, I'm going to give you a pass on the, the, the Christmas present thing, because even though we, we just talked about it being too early to think about Christmas or to celebrate Christmas anyway, I think buying Christmas gifts, you know, it, I'm OK. You know, it, it's a little early for me, but someone like my wife has probably already started shopping or even finished shopping for Christmas. So I think that's that's a little different. That's like, you know, you're thinking of others and you're just laying the groundwork to make sure that. You have what, uh, you know, you've, you've taken care of the things you need to take care of. And, you know, long story short, I'm going to give you a pass on that one. Okay, thank you. Yeah, and, and listen, uh, speaking mm-hmm. of which, you have to see A Christmas Story mm-hmm. and um, what's the, the Turbo Man one? with Oh, Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can't wait till the very end. And for those of us speaking of growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that lived through the first Tickle Me Elmo nonsense of yes. 1996. Mm-hmm. So exactly, the earlier the better. So make sure you do not, when you're helping out Santa Claus, that is, do not disappoint your children. Oh yeah, every year. This, I remember. Uh, I remember the Tickle Me Elmo thing. I remember when the the PS2 was the big toy that year, and my father came home one day. He's like, "Oh, I could get." You know, I got a coworker. He's like, I could get one, but we we didn't because we were never a PlayStation family at that point, so we didn't. But regardless, yeah, every year there seems to be the big get, and while I I don't think this is necessarily going to be the big get for this year, it's definitely something that I'm interested in. So James, can you please uh, tell us what exactly this this fabulous thing is? Yeah, sure. This is awesome. It's kind of a compilation of, of three different companies. And I think at least one of them is based in, of, of all places, Canada, of course. But this app, it's an application that is available in the United States. And you could go online and check it all out. It's a place called Steam, S-T-E-A-M. Oh, yeah. And the game, it's... Sorry, James, I, I don't mean to interrupt. But Steam is a very popular game distribution platform for for computers. Oh, so, thank you, uh, Yeah, if, if you're not familiar with Steam, which it seems like you're not, it's, um, no. it's basically a service that you can go on and you can download computer games from. You can buy and, and download computer games, and um, they have sales every so often on games, and you can... It's a, it, it, yeah, it's basically a very popular game distribution service for computer. 
Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. And and thank you for bringing us to the 21st century. I'm still stuck back in the 20th. But sure. anyway, uh, I believe the uh, the game application is created from Hailstone Games, and I think they're the ones that are up in Canada. Mm-hmm. But um, the cool thing about this is that it's only 10 bucks for the game itself. I don't know how much it is for the other fun applications to really delve into the, the beauty of this game. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, the premise of it is that you have a virtual reality helmet, or at least uh, you know something to cover your eyes, mm-hmm. and you play as the goalie. So you could even customize the game where you can have a five on O or whatever else, mm-hmm. and uh, you have the accessories where you simulate the the glove and the blocker and the stick. Yeah. And another thing I saw, but I couldn't see where you, I couldn't find out where you could buy these things. But mm-hmm. I'm sure. People are obviously much more adept to the internet than I am, but they make these little mini goalie pads that uh, you can strap on, so make you a little bit more realistic and, and play. And there are things called track straps, which you can put on to those pads, or at least if you don't have the pads, you can put them on both legs. I think they're 25 bucks for both of them. And then that's how the system sees your four limbs working, and that's what makes it so realistic. And uh, you even see through the cage of the mask itself from the perspective of a real goalie. Mm -hmm. And the other fun thing about this, too, is if you have your friends that have the app as well, is they can take shots on you with their cell phones. So from their cell phones, they could take shots on you as a goalie from realistic parts of the ice, like so from the point, from the slot, from wherever. And and you could customize the game, as we said before, like you could do a 5-on-0 or a 1-on-1 or whatever the case is. And it just seems like a blast. And, And if anything... Not only that it's a lot of fun, but maybe you can kind of keep yourself uh, in, in shape and uh, practice in a way that you couldn't otherwise. James, I'd be interested to know where you found those uh, trackers as two for 25, because I looked and I the only price I could find was $100 for one of them. Okay, uh, I found a, I don't know if this is legitimate or not, but the website I found is called rebuffreality.com. Uh-huh. And they have the track strap for listed as twenty four ninety nine for both. Uh, okay. Well, I'll look into that. Well, actually, I probably won't look into that because this is uh, this definitely is a pricey pricey uh, rig. So the game itself, as James said, is just ten dollars. But unfortunately, you need a VR headset for this, and it's available on two platforms. It's available on the Oculus Rift. And it's available on the HTC Vive or Vive. I never know how to pronounce that. But um, so the let's go with Vive just because. And the, 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 the tracking things that you mentioned, the, the little tracking puck things are required for a full body capture, let's say. So if, if you want to be able to go down and move your pads around accurately, then you would need these things. And those are only available for the uh, the Vive. So the if you if you have the Oculus Rift, you're not going to be able to access that feature. And the Vive is like six hundred dollars. So oh, <laughs> yeah, you're looking at uh, a a a pretty, you know, like seven hundred dollar investment on this, basically. At just least. like a yeah. just like a real goalie, yeah, right? Just like a real goalie, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, and yeah, uh, James, I I do want to correct one thing you said there because I watched the demo video. The pads are not included in the setup. The pads that the guy strapped on in the video were just pads. Right. In yeah. fact, they were 
and and a, a goalie recognizes his own gear. They were the pads that I used. They were my pads, the CCM 100s. They blurred out the the branding, but I know my pads. But they looked a lot shorter. They did he cut off the top part that goes over your knee? No, he he may have just had a smaller model like a they they come in different sizes, so he may just oh. have had a smaller, you know, length of pad. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, like for, for kids, I guess, maybe? Yeah, maybe. I, all right, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the picture now. Okay, gotcha. But, uh, yeah, so... Pretty sneaky. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I mean, they're obviously not my pads, unless some guy from... Some Canadian guy snuck in here and, and borrowed them. But uh, they are my model, so... Um, yeah, I... And, and, and this is definitely something that I... <laughs> yeah, Santa... <laughs> I don't think uh, Santa's going to get them for me this year. But yeah, this is definitely a thing that I want. This, uh, Honest to goodness, this is something that I've been looking for for years. Like a virtual reality goalie thing that I can use to actually train in the comfort of my own living room. Are you kidding? I would do this like for a while. I would do this regularly. This would be my jam. If I had access to this thing. So, you know, if anyone feels like starting a Kickstarter for Hit the Deck <laughs> for the American Rhinos, uh, you know, Vive uh, Hockey Fund, <laughs> jump on that. Sounds good. But, uh, but yes, Hellstone Games is a developer based in Toronto. And again, the this thing is called Goalie VR. So Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think I mentioned that. So that's one of the most important parts about this topic, goalie VR. That's exactly. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you, James. Uh, sure. The other cool thing about this is that you can customize it to a right-handed or left-handed goalie, so you don't have to worry about that. You can customize plays in setup shooters in the offensive zone, and, and you can customize playtime, how long you're playing for each period and things. You could do goal-driven matches to really feel like Henrik Lundqvist, where you're always facing shots at all times. And uh, you can even earn achievements and things. You could study replays and something called heat maps, which is basically where uh, if you're watching a game uh, where most of the action takes place. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really very realistic. We looked at the graphics and, and they look great for what they are. And, and it looks like the playability is, uh, is pretty darn realistic, too. Mm -hmm. So it looks like a blast. And absolutely. Any goalie out there, I hope Santa treats you well. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, James. Sure. And... Um... I don't have a good segue here, but uh, we've, um, yeah, uh, nope, nope, I have no segue, so let's just move on. Okay, well, that's fine, because I really didn't set you up, just like when we play for real, but can you believe it? I mean, 75 podcasts, man, not including the scrimmages, but we've made it to 75 still. It's, uh, yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they said it wouldn't last. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you and I are the only two that care, and hopefully because they're so wonderful and generous, super fans Sue and Anthony, but uh, that's about it. <laughs> no, we have, you know, yeah. we have more listeners than than tend to come out of the woodwork. I think Anthony and Sue get all the press because, you know, we know them and, you know, they, they give us kind of direct feedback on the podcast, but... I've seen the numbers, and, and we have a bunch of people who listen pretty regularly. So I don't know necessarily who you are, but I appreciate you very much. So we couldn't have gotten to 75 without you, so thank you so much. Please continue to listen. Please recommend the podcast to your friends. Uh, you know, spread the word. We, we, we all want to grow Hit the Deck together. And if honestly, if uh, we're going to talk, James and I, a little bit about not 
too much at length, but we're going to talk a little bit about some of the, the moments that we've enjoyed during the, the course of the podcast. But if there's something that you want to see on this podcast or here, I guess, if there's something that you would like us to start doing or do more of or you know, even something you don't necessarily care for. We want to hear from you. We want to make this the best possible hit the deck podcast that we can. So please, we want your feedback, Uh, you know, especially 75 episodes in, we want to know what you like, what you want more of. We want to make this your podcast. So please hit us up at hit the deck at gmail.com or on Facebook uh, at hit the deck or tweet at us at hit the deck pod or whatever. We want to hear from you, please. Amen to that. Thank you, American Rhino. And of course, uh, yeah, let us know, because if you want to be a super fan, we'd be more than happy to make the roster bigger for that, because uh, Sue and Anthony are great people, and Anthony's a fantastic deck player himself. So we'd maybe even do a little, uh, you know, meet and greet and play some deck hockey. So you never know. (laughs) Two people. thank you very much. Yeah, two people does not a line make, so. No. (laughs) But much, much appreciated, exactly. And exactly, yeah, we, how we, we, we got to 75, so that that's pretty mm-hmm. cool, man. Yeah, man. Agreed. So, um, yeah. go ahead. Go no, ahead, sir. No, Sorry. no, you, you go. You, okay. you go. You go, girl. That's not a, that, I, I'm not, just, please continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we sound like we've been doing this for 75 podcasts, huh? Really we are smooth. seasoned veterans. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, as Gary was saying before, we listed our top three favorite uh, episodes for episode 25 itself. And Gary did a fantastic compilation of the best moments from episodes one through 24. And then then we discussed from there. Then to episode 50, we also gave uh, a top three. I'm just going to I'm just going to interrupt you to correct you, James. Technically, I included one through 25 because there was something that somebody, I think uh, maybe Mike, something that uh, somebody said that, or I don't, I don't know. I don't remember exactly, but something that we recorded for episode 25, I actually included in that montage in post-production. So Most impressive. Sorry, carry on. That's fine. And uh, as you can see, we're, we're brutally honest. So we I'm just, I'm just hurting myself, patting myself on the back. So. No, not at all. That That's pretty impressive, man, because uh, you're the guy that edits the podcast and makes it sound good. And especially with the last month or so with uh, Skype going all goofy and whatnot and screwing with your uh, levels and, and, and everything just gives it a much harder and more challenging effort on your part. So we appreciate it very much. And thank you for your, your humbleness and, and your efforts now, you to don't make have this to podcast sound so good. You really... You, Honestly, stop, please, because it's boring right, for the right. listener. But okay, if anyone from Microsoft listens to this podcast, I hate Skype for Windows 10. I want my old Skype back. And despite that, we still got to 75 podcasts. Yeah. But yeah, so we, we, we said our top three through episode 25 on episode 25. And then uh, for episode 50, we expanded that. And just to recap, for me... Personally, HTD1, because it was the first one. Uh, episode 14 with Skeletorial, uh, we did Friday the 13th and Hockey in Disguise for the first time. Episode 16, we did our Memorial Day tribute, Fiction Hockey Heroes, which I thought was great, sounded great. Episode 20, our Fantasy Draft, which Gary just did an amazing job drafting a fantasy deck hockey team, which was phenomenal. Episode 33, when we talked about our first Happy Hockey Halloween. And episode 43 
for champion checkdown, which was fantastic and I thought so much fun and very clever. Anything that, that Gary gave himself a chance to actually do his thing and not hold back, I'm a big fan of. And I think it makes the podcast sound a lot more entertaining and a lot more fun. So the more American Rhino, the better. You know, one one thing that you didn't mention, James, and I don't even remember if we mentioned it in 50, but I do want to just kind of give it a, a little bit of love here. And it's, it's kind of funny in light of how we opened this podcast. But uh, Scrimmage 9, when mm-hmm. we, we talked about our, our hockey Christmas playlists, that's, uh, I, really, I really enjoyed that. So, you know, I, I, I just wanted to, since Christmas will be here before you know it, if you didn't listen to Scrimmage 9 last year in December, go back and listen to that because we had a lot of fun on that one, even if James did kill George Michael. Oh gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> and 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 as a post note to that, uh, Anthony Novello called me out for not mentioning Elvis the King with his Christmas music, but uh, I apologize for that. So just keep that in mind when you do listen to Scrimmage Nine. But I agree, that was a great one. That was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and probably what we're trying to do for this podcast, and why Gary asked for your feedback as well, is it's supposed to be lighthearted and fun, and especially when a topic like deck hockey where there are a lot more people out there than maybe other folks realize that the deck hockey world is alive and well. Mm. But, you know, sometimes it kind of gets a little dry and we, we kind of hopefully try and keep it entertaining and fun. So yeah. that's uh, one of the reasons there and, and one of the fun things that we did. But we always try and tie it back to deck hockey, no matter what. So the, the anyway. That's the goal. Just listen and you'll hear that Nice. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. That deserves cheers, no. man. That's no, come crowd. on. Come on. Come on. Okay, all right. Come on. <laughs> yeah, all right. Anyway. So when we missed a week recently, LIQ All-Star and friend of the podcast, Patrick, had a great suggestion on our Facebook page, and he asked what HTDs Gary and I would recommend for new listeners to check out before getting caught up to the recent podcasts. And Personally, for me, that list I put together was much longer and along with the episodes just mentioned included, but uh, it also had HTD's 10, 25 itself, episode 25, 57, and 62. So besides those previous six, we added 10, 25, 57, well, 25 twice, 57, and 62. But for my new list for episode 75 to... uh, do a top three from 50 through 74. I think episode 53 was was a highlight where we had Rachel Green of uh, the Rose Charities uh, come on and interview and, and tell us all about the Rose Charities and things, one of the events that Gary and I play in and had a lot of fun in. Katie Donellan, a friend of my brother's and of mine, was so cool to invite me to uh, her, her company, MetLife, had some awesome experience with uh, Adam Graves over in um, Skyrink in in the city of Manhattan. We refer to the city as uh, whatever. But anyway, that was a blast and a dream come true for me. And and the only thing missing there was the American Rhino. (laughs) Hopefully next year, if we get to be invited back by Katie, if they do it again, got to get the American Rhino out there too. And uh, episode 57, when we interviewed Cherie Stewart and Amber Moore of the uh, World Deck Hockey Team USA, World Deck Hockey Team, the female team. That was a lot of fun. And in a serious note on episode 62, unfortunately, our first loss in our young podcast, but uh, Mr. George Kornienko passed away. He was only in his early 50s, I believe, way too young and unexpected and very sad. But uh, he himself always 
hosted and put together a great deck hockey tournament for his bar in uh, Red Hook, Brooklyn, and unfortunately he passed away. So we devoted that whole episode to Mr. Kornienko and his memory, and you know, God rest him and, and all the best to his family. But uh, those were some of the episodes in full, I think, that really showcased what we can do on this podcast. And again, just following Gary's um, lead, whether he admits it or not, but he'll probably beat me up for that afterwards. But um, my favorite moments, not just from the whole podcast themselves, and and I'm sorry, I'll get the mic back to the American Rhino in a minute, but uh, Sesame Street Hockey. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, your your mic is on. I'm sorry. Anyway. Yeah, I'm just kind of bogarting the entire podcast, but best moment, Sesame Street Hockey from episode 69, scrimmage number 10. Speaking of scrimmage, Gary's World Ball Hockey detailed report was fantastic and excellent and very entertaining. And when we interviewed LIQ All-Star Brett from episode 55, so from episode 50 through 74, those are my best moments and podcasts to add to the list. About time you talking to James, I've been trying to break in for minutes now and you're just hogging the mic and i can't all right i'm kidding no thank you for that i uh just to, to to go back for a minute i of course did not contribute any suggestions to patrick for possible uh episodes to listen to because i am an inconsiderate jerk but i do have a number of uh you know suggestions for favorite moments just a handful and episodes from from our last 25 and they are as follows i do want to just echo what james said about the episode where we interviewed the girls sheree or the women women Cherie and Amber from the, you know, the the Team USA. We were punching way above our weight class in that episode, and it was a real pleasure to have them on. It was a, an honor to have them on, and uh, you know, can't thank them and uh, their public relations person Jackie Spiegel for you know having having them on, and that was that was an incredible thing. So thank you for that. And um, as far as the other episodes that I, I personally thought were great. I enjoyed episode 64 where we talked about the Beatles and uh, soap hockey and we brought back the road trip segment, which was nice. Uh, that that was a lot of fun. I, I, I The 60s. <laughs> one of my favorite decades and apparently one of my favorite stretches of podcasts too. I really enjoyed episode 66, which was our live episode that we did on, on uh, Facebook our Facebook live stream, uh, which, you know, I don't know. I know James doesn't like to be seen. He prefers to, well, he, I was going to say he prefers to be heard and not seen, but I don't think he prefers to be heard that much either. (laughs) But, uh, I enjoyed that. I, I thought that was a lot of fun doing it live without a net and, you know, just, uh, the couple of us messing around like we always do, but with the added bonus of you being able to see us, that was fun and i enjoyed episode 68 which was the episode where we talked uh, well we we talked about a bunch of things but we we tied in a lot of random star trek references in that podcast and uh i love star trek so even though it's silly i enjoyed that one I'm glad you mentioned that, too, because in a future podcast, we really go deep into Deep Space Nine stuff. So just do your homework and be prepared for that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do do your research before you listen to this podcast. Come on. 
Be professional, like James. Uh, then we're in trouble. <laughs> but yeah, so if you enjoyed that as much as we did, and, and hopefully you did, and we appreciate it, and and uh, Excelsior to uh, steal from Stan Lee, but uh, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for getting us this far, and hopefully we can get a lot farther in the future. And if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, as Gary always says, there's many ways to contact us, and we'd be more than happy and honored to have you on and uh, or at least get your feedback too. So thank you so much for everybody out there for the support. Yeah, and if you have a favorite moment, I mean, we're, we're really kind of reaching here and, you know, uh, go, pat us on the back. Tell us how great we are. But if you, honestly, if you have a favorite moment or a favorite thing that we haven't mentioned that we talked about, throw it up on Facebook and start a conversation. We'd love to hear about it or, you know, Twitter or whatever. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, that, that would be cool. Right. And one of the reasons why the American Rhino did this podcast is not to keep it between just he and I uh, and, and God bless him for uh, for having the patience to deal with my nonsense. But we want the entire deck hockey community out there and not just in New York, not just in America, but in Canada and in Europe and anywhere else. You can understand us, hopefully, if, uh, you know, English speaking people out there and maybe if you could translate it too, that'd be even more impressive. But <laughs> we want the entire world of deck hockey to to get together. And that's uh, one of the main goals of uh, to, to take that pun is uh, for Gary creating this podcast is for that reason. So to to get the deck hockey experience and, and the family all in one encompassing area where you can talk about your leagues and, and whatever and your experiences playing deck hockey and, and why it's so great and so much fun and whatnot. And another reason why Gary expanded into the YouTube stuff with doing play-by-play -play of deck hockey games to give you an idea of how much fun it is and to see the talent that is out there in the leagues. Just this is us in, in Manhattan and Long Island, and that's, that's just you know scratching the surface of the popularity of, uh, of deck hockey. We are the world. We love ball hockey. We are the ones who want to play this sport and spread it around. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're 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 testing me, James. You're you're pushing. You're pushing. You're well, de I... you're deliberately testing me. I'm not, no, I'm I'm sorry, and uh, but just thank you for not doing the Cindy Lauper well, 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 well parts. I don't actually know that part. <laughs> she just I, mean, I love Cindy Lauper. I mean, she, she's a for what she's done for the world of wrestling, mm -hmm. uh, WWE as you have to call it now. The um, Rock and Wrestling Connection. There you go, and and WrestleMania one. Mm -hmm. She was so pivotal in that, and and a Queens girl and a Met fan. So I love Cindy Lauper. And wish her all the best success on, on uh, in the Great White Way, too, as she's doing very well with her uh, plays and musicals and things like that. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, when, when she breaks into We All the World, she goes like, well, 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 well. I'm, I can't sing, so I'm not going to bother doing that. Anyway. So. Please just stop giving me soul credit for everything. <laughs> well, because you refuse to take any credit at all. Oh, So it, it, there would be no podcast. I want everybody to know that without the American Rhino. And, and he's the James. only you record it. It's your equipment that you record the stuff right, on. Enough, you edit enough, it. enough, enough, it's, it's, enough. It's a enough. lot of work, and, and I don't want anybody to take it for granted out there. Just like when he's in goal, he's always playing his heart out. They don't care. And, Just move all right, on. Well, fine. But 
Well, you know, like James Brown, when he was alive, he was the hardest working man in show business. He yes, was humble about it. Yes, and he wouldn't it, stop but... telling people about it. Oh, well, all right. Anyway, um, okay. <laughs> so oh. when, uh, sorry, um, it, it's not smart to anger a rhino. I still don't know what noise they make. I have to figure that out. Usually because people that are around them are in such terror if they see them coming towards them that they don't know what kind of noise that they make besides the, the rumbling of a X amount of ton tank coming after you with a five-foot horn. Uh, so that's why. Okay. Well, what's, what's our last segment, James? Out in the cold. It's about the 2018 NHL Winter Classic. Ah, yes. The Winter Classic coming to our stomping grounds of City Field. Yeah, which I'm really excited about, which is great. It's about time that they're in a real stadium, at least in New York. Uh, it's really cool that they've gone to Fenway Park and Wrigley and a couple of football fields and things like that. So uh, to, to get them at a real Major League Baseball park in New York is uh, very exciting and, and something that we should be very proud of and looking forward to. That is exciting, and I am looking forward to it. I would be looking forward more if I had secured tickets to the event, but unfortunately... They are a little bit out of my price range. Yeah, exactly. So unfortunately for both of us, and, and Lord knows how many other fans out there, but and, and we talked about this a few hit the decks ago too, it's that it's the Rangers versus the Buffalo Sabres and not the New York Islanders. I thought that the Islanders would have been a perfect fit to play at uh, City Field, especially the fact that the Islanders and the Mets have the same orange and blue colors yeah. and things like that, and they're out in Long Island, sure. and eventually the Islanders are going to go to Belmont, or at least in that area, because we really dropped the puck in a bad way <laughs> here in Brooklyn that we can't keep any professional teams out here, or uh, at least major teams, you know, God bless the Cyclones and stuff like that. But anyway. I'm going to uh, give you a pass on this one, James, and by you I mean Brooklyn, not you specifically, because you have nothing to do with it. But the, Barclays never really wanted the Islanders. They they took them reluctantly. They never properly configured the arena for hockey. It's it, it really it seems like they were hoping to make a quick buck and when they didn't make a quick buck, they decided to cut their losses. So that that's not on Brooklyn. All right, well, you're very Yeah, it's probably the Dolans that are behind that, the owners of uh, MSG and so on and so forth, but that's a whole other political nonsense to uh, worry about on some other podcast, but the tickets for the 2018 NHL Winter Classic, from what I saw, seem to be a lot more reasonable than tickets in the past, mm. but they ranged from $149 for the upper deck nosebleed sections to $449 a ticket, and again, that's if you would have gone through Ticketmaster itself. And I hate Ticketmaster. They are as evil as evil gets. Mm -hmm. And uh, even Darth Vader would say, hey, maybe you're going a little bit too far there. That, that's how bad Ticketmaster is. But, and that's not including all of their ridiculous fees that they tap onto everything. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking at like 20 or $30 in additional fees just on top of your ticket price. Exactly. For no reason whatsoever either, by the way. But uh, so that's that's the the going rate, which that's insane. That that's I mean, you talk about if you go to a regular Islander or Ranger game or Devil game in the tri-state area over here, and I'm sure it's even um, more reasonable uh, around the other parts of the country. But if you go for a cheap seat in Madison Square Garden, you know, you're looking at 35, 40 bucks a ticket and you could probably go to the garden itself and buy a ticket 
and and save uh, some some funds that way. But going through Ticketmaster for something like this, you really have no choice. And the other problem with that is we're living in the uh, 21st century of cell phones and, and iPads and whatever, is that scalpers are able to jump on these tickets for the face value or at least close to face value. And then they put them all up on uh, other areas where you have to go and buy the tickets and they jacked up the price even more that way. And hopefully you get a legitimate ticket too, by the way, that's not guaranteed that you get a legitimate ticket for the prices and and things and, you know, with concerts or whatever. So it's just be careful out there. If you're lucky enough to score a ticket for the 2018 NHL winter classic, God bless. And just, I admire your income. Well, James, that's, that's why you, if you want to buy a ticket from somebody, you have to go through an authorized reseller like StubHub or Ticketmaster itself, which, you know, for, for a small additional fee, they yeah. will guarantee that your your tickets your your uh, super inflated tickets are uh, legit. Unbelievable! But um, it's amazing, though. It is a hit, uh, even though if it's in the dead of winter, no matter where it is—Chicago, Boston, New York, Buffalo itself—the first game, the NHL Winter Classic, the first one held was up in Buffalo mm-hmm. in 2008, and despite the bitter cold. Those games, they set attendance records. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And when this is in the United States, you, and, and obviously you know you're going to do it in Canada. Yeah. I think no, no problem. But for the U.S., that's pretty impressive. Well, it's spectacle, you know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a big event. So you got to figure both fan bases, unless it's, you know, really, really, really difficult for one team's fans to get there. Both fan bases, you got to figure, are going to try and come. So it's, yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised it sells out. And as far as the cold goes, James, you and I have uh, both frozen at City Field already. So that's not a deal breaker for me. Good point. Yeah, exactly. So, and that was just in October. I mean, I don't know what it's like in January. Hey, in April, it's pretty cold. That's true, too. You got a great point there. Absolutely. Spoken like a true diehard Met fan. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so uh so yeah bring your blankets and, and your thermal underwear because you're going to need them mm-hmm. um and uh but i mean city field only holds about what 35 to forty thousand people tops no on... i think it's like forty three thousand or forty two thousand okay. or something like that it's uh shea was i think fifty three thousand five yeah oh yeah, yeah that, that's right they added yeah so right and yeah so i think city field is somewhere around like 40 43 or okay. or thereabouts and I'm sure it's sold out too. So, mm-hmm. um, good luck. But yeah, uh, yeah man, but something to look forward to, and and I'm looking forward to watching the game at least, hopefully, in the comfort of our own homes. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, there are worse ways to spend New Year's. Exactly right. Last minute remaining in the podcast. Thank you, pops. All right. So. This has been episode 75 of the Hit the Deck podcast. Thank you, Pops, for lending your uh, vocal stylings to the cast for 75 episodes. Thank you, our dear listener, for listening to us, whether this is your first episode or whether you've listened to all, you know, 75 episodes and all 10 scrimmages. We want to thank you for being a part of this podcast and for making it what it is. And thank you to the LIQ for sound effects. Thank you to Anthony Sejazi for music used in the podcast. And um, thank you really to everyone who has contributed to this podcast over over 75 episodes. All the guests we've had, all the uh, people who've, you know, 
just tweeted uh, at us, you know, engaged us on Twitter, uh, whether it's something we've talked about on the podcast or, or, you know, just regardless. If Thank you, of course, to super fans Sue and Anthony for being kind of our mascots, <laughs> if you will, and, and leading the, the charge on social media on uh, kind of spreading the word. Thank you to everyone who's, who's made this podcast what it is. I, I've, I've enough. If you haven't already done so, we're 75 episodes in. What are you waiting for? But please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or, uh, you know, Stitcher or, you know, whatever platform you prefer to get your podcast from. And if we're not on that platform, for whatever reason, drop us a line and let us know at hitthedeck at gmail.com or tweet at us at hitthedeckpod or hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, what have you, at hitthedeck. And uh, YouTube, we love our YouTube channel. We, As I mentioned last week, we're taking a little bit of a hiatus from new content on YouTube, aside from the weekly podcasts, for a little while. But before you know it, we are going to be back up there and, uh, you know, pumping out video content like it's our job. So uh, if you want to know when we get back to doing that, subscribe. That's the only way you're going to know right away. Hey, hit the decks back, baby. So go ahead and subscribe to us on there. We would really, really appreciate it. And if you are so inclined, if you like the podcast, or even if you, you think we could do better, please rate us in iTunes. We'd appreciate that too. Um, James, is there anything that I have neglected to say or anything that you would care to add? No, you said it all, my friend. Thank you so much. And thank you for your great diligence and, and contributions to this podcast and again thank you all for listening and supporting us we really appreciate it thank you all right well so to close out this 75th episode which again it's it's kind of a it's just a number you know age is just a number as is longevity apparently so you know 75 when when we're at 750 then i'll be impressed 75 it's a good start but whether you are reminiscing about your favorite episodes of hit the deck whether you are sitting in the comfort of your own home playing goalie for a day or a year or a lifetime whether you are at city field watching hockey or whether you are shut out and again forced to play goalie in the comfort of your own living room because you can't get tickets regardless i would urge you strongly to remember it's deck hockey don't be that guy Thanks, everybody. Startlingly, started a starting. Oh my goodness, a starting startling fact. Once I could get that word out, That's okay. a startling fact. Thank you. <laughs>